Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the WLG Discussion Lab Podcast, a platform initiated by Whaling Gallery, where we share insights and whole conversations surrounding contemporary art. Throughout a career spanning almost three decades, Malaysian painter Yao Biling works are deeply personal and profound in their symbolism as she struggles to reconcile the broad gamut of human experiences and the complex roles of contemporary women in present-day society. Highly regarded as one of the country's foremost painters, Yao Biling has exhibited extensively in exhibitions across China, Pakistan, Singapore, Bangladesh, Japan, Indonesia and Malaysia and represented Malaysia at the Asian Art Biennale in Dhaka, Bangladesh and Fukuoka Trinale. Her works are in the permanent collection of numerous private and public collections including Malfa, Maxis Berhat and Fukuoka Asian Art Museum. Welcome back, Biling. It's a pleasure to see you again. And congratulations on your latest show, Light Bearer. Hi, Sarah. Thank you. I'm uh, fine. Good. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, let's begin um, with a, if you could share with listeners um, an overview of um, Light Bearer. Um, the series Light Bearer uh, basically. Uh, it's a body of work about uh, some series, uh, some study, and about eight pieces of work that uh, basically a process that I uh, I'm working on and I dealing with my current events uh, of uh, live activity and the uh, obstacle list that I'm engaging with and myself and the people around. So the painting and the palette uh, has a variety of uh, changes. Uh, it has come into more uh, little particles stage uh, than in the past was uh, volumetry. So the painting is not only about nature, it's, it's, the, it's the inner nature, inner landscape of an individual. Let's also talk about um, the water element in your work. Um, I understand that you had a near drowning experience when you were very young, and I believe this is the first time that you're actually addressing this matter into your current works. See, the, the most fascinating part of our life is uh, what you do from time to time. And then history and each one uh, tell a story of a life. A drowning experience has become insignificant, not because of the event anymore, because, because uh, the fear and all the feeling side has been subsided to my own dealing uh, in the process of my art making. So I think, uh, I believe water is, is the tools, but the feeling is the main thing. You know, what makes human a human because we can sense 
the beauty of water as well as the beauty of sunset. So I suppose this part of water is is a, is a beginning entry point and the element has been Goro as I work on it and its implication to how I overcome the obstacles that I you know I face. We all have obstacles in our life, you know, like and then we give all the excuses and then we we then give the possibility of the problem will come along the obstacle list, you know. But however we we are supposed to tap into it bit by bit, just like when you when you see a big mouth of water and you drink it. But actually each each sip of water and or each gobble of water it, it gave a totally different experience. And you'll be fine after you do that. Uh, after we quench our thirst, but then what's come the next level is how come my thirsty never go away? Eh? So that's the problem now that we then engage in a deeper self on what thirst me. So water become another element. So in in the visual, um, you see the the past huh? uh, is is very big figure or, or, and and big patches of a background foreground. But now it become a very, you know, it's like a it's like, it's like a biological cell, and the particles, how this artistic evolution uh, also bring some spiritual uh, breaking through, yeah. But could you also elaborate a little more on the mitigating factors? Um, that really inspired these paintings. For example, um, you've got a work that's titled Mount Thorn, because that's actually quite a fascinating title, and I think that's a real story behind there. Well, what what is it about? Um, you see, I like to do uh, mountain walking because I have a fear of uh, swimming. So I I think also I like to walk in the city. But each time when I walk in the city, then I have a question to ask. The experience of looking at the massive city and the busyness of the city, and then the light penetrates through the little city and the gap between the building, and then you feel you submerge into it. And then you feel, wow, in the city you're so busy and so much happening, and you're enjoying it. But at the same time, each of the city problem became so big. And then if people who live in the city, then they became so overburdened or overwhelming by city, you know. But yet we were so fascinated by the energy in the big city, right? I love big city as well. As, as a traveler, I either go to the very nature part or the very big city, you know. I think this these two vast things. Now in the opposite, when I go to the mountainside, which after the city visiting, I will take to the mountain or the nature park. See the same thing when sometimes you drive, you pass through the highway, and then you, you see all the mountain hill and all that. So it's the same thing, the, the volume of the building as well as the volume of the mountains. Then you engage why the light penetrates through, the sunset penetrates the mountain. You don't have that, that uh, claustrophobic like you're in a city. So there were some secret things in this nature, mountains. 
So in a way, it's like it's a, it accords you a sense of freedom. Correct. But that freedom uh, come with a questioning, a very confrontational, which I call it horn because, you know, Mount Horn is really a geographical term where the mountain turns. You know, you, you, you go around the mountain and then you make a turn. So each turning point is a transition. So which turn do you take? It makes it makes matter after all, you know. So I I think there was a click moment. We have decided to do the right thing or the wrong thing, to be honest or to tell a lie. It's like I'm standing in the top of the mountain and I I've decided to climb up. You know, there are different climber. Some climber they pack up everything in a good spirit. They set up a tent under the mountain, and they were enjoying all the beautiful things. I forgot about climbing up. And some climber, they will go up, but they don't want to carry their luggage. They will get someone and they pay someone to do it, and then they will take all the path and strategy to minimize the risk and the hustle and all the troublesome thing, and they just want to empty-handed go up to the mountain. But another type, very few, they will carry whatever they have. In the full spirit, they go up. So the, 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 the highest you go, Uh, people say you become loner, but actually, it's not quite. It's the one who stay down there were fascinating by whatever they around the activity to excite themselves. They are the loner because just like the people in the city, actually they were full of loneliness in the city. So it's a very paradox thing, you know. It's like what I talk about when the more you drink water, the pleasure of drinking cold water after a hot day, right? And then you indulge into this cold drink where everybody like drink milkshake nowadays. Then after one, another, another one, the more you drink, the more you get indulged into it. And then you suddenly realize, gosh, you feel guilty about it. So there was this paradoxical indulgence happened. So so the thirst happened, whether you 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 visit a city or a mountain. That thirst can never go away. Whenever you are, whatever you do. So that bothering me very much. What thirsts me after all, you know, in life? And there was a caption. The caption in everybody's life. That's what the thirst is about. So what bothers us is what is your caption? And and um, on that note, what is your caption? <laughs> you see, my caption at the moment now is certainly is my art through the artistic activity. I wish I engage with people because it's very hard to engage with people now, especially in a deeper, man- a very deeper manner. So, I don't want to say that I cannot come near to people because some people are afraid of human being. And come near to people to my art, and I have a conversation. Then they heals me as well as. They accompany me through the journey, so that caption is very important for me. Otherwise, not worthy at all to continue life without engaging with another being. And find out about yourself only through the other puzzle of someone holding about me is in his or her hand. If I never have that caption and the urge to reach out, I will be in deep trouble, I suppose. Of course, uh, of course, because as an artist. Uh, communicating is a pivotal aspect. You need to be in tune 
with the people around you and um, to actually understand what's going on around you. And as you said earlier, you find it increasingly hard to communicate with people. So you're doing this via your art, actually, as a way to express anxieties, fear, um, and also acceptance. Would that be a, an accurate statement? Uh, yes, because, for example, um, nature is very welcoming by everyone, and everyone loves it. And somehow, is it, there's a natural language in the resources, uh, in the na natural resources. But, but at the same time, uh, whether we we make we make a decision to take this confrontational stage, um, hard to make communication nowadays because. We have many wars, you know, the society teaches us to build war, but never teaches us how to take down the war when times come, you know. So, uh, at some way, education damages. I think arts is a healing thing because it teach me without war, I take things down first. And brutally, nakedly, I tell you this. Can you tell me back or tell yourself back? It's enough. Tell yourself back to acknowledge yourself that I have this problem. No one can hear it. There's not a secret anymore, but the secret between me and myself. And I acknowledge that problem. You see, the social media tell us everyone is posting something to only allow to tell good thing about their life. And it makes it makes the natural life, people who live in natural life, like my old grandma or, or my mom, they don't bother to post anything, but they just do whatever things around. They're pretty natural, you know, but now because of all this posting, everyone thinks these are natural. The one who are natural one become abnormal. So I, I, I wish it's natural for me to be honestly do things that I do and tell you there's nothing to shame about, to be honest, to tell people I'm broken and I need help. So I'm not here to wash my dirty laundry. Everyone has some, but the greater thing is we wash together as a human spirit. I think that's important. That's, uh, that's really interesting um, because when you look at your works in the past, it has always uh, been about dealing with certain issues and certain matters. It's just that in Lightbearer, you've actually really, in a sense, truly exposed yourself, you know, and, and your vulnerabilities you know, and your fears. So it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. Do you get this sense of liberation from doing that? I think um, I find it, I find it, uh, I can release a little bit of my steam or anger, frustration. Uh, that's good and enough. And, and I don't feel guilty about doing that because I'm a human being. But at the same time, uh, I also feel blessed because I can do it through my passion, my gift. And I can make a living out of it. And then I can use the resources to help somebody else to get out of it. So 
with the artistic activity and the expression and the engagement with this whole artistic, uh, you know, event, um, I can I can help to be mirror, or or to be, you know, the 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 sort of the light for someone else, because someone showed me before. I think I think that's that fellowship is important, better than anything else. Otherwise. Um, I wouldn't want to be an artist, which is for my own glory. La. But um, that's why I always like to teach and, and, and even to teach nothing to do with art. Because there was engagement, we have conversation, you know. That, that's the most beautiful thing about human beings. And on that note, do you feel it's important for artists to first make works to satisfy themselves before anyone else? You see, um, for me, it's yes, certainly. Not because everything go around me or evolve around me. I'm just, sometimes, there was an artist that I heard, he talks uh, shipping. He talked one thing very significantly that I very, very respect about this artist. He said, don't make art and artists such a big thing. Why? Because we're just ordinary human beings. What make things, uh, what make artists uh, uh, not so significant, but because we are blessed to be in this way and, and, and this path to be able to express ourselves directly rather than indirectly, tangibly rather than intangibly. So make art to satisfy myself first. Then we're going to go to the devil or what is satisfying. Certify in what aspect. So I think make art to be honest to myself first. That satisfy my honesty and my as a being. If I can't be honest to myself, I can't be honest to others, you know. If I'm not a political artist, I just can't to do political art. So I better be myself first and accept it. But at the same time, if my friend who do art world they speak for philosophy for the world or, or, or other problem, economy, war and all that because he's also doing something that what's bothering him actually. To, to me, everyone got to do something that what bother you because that bothering will come to the honor stage. Otherwise, you'll be a fabrication and you will not last long. So artists have to make work to satisfy your curiosity first. What bother you? What ails you to be a human being than just artistic satisfaction. Now, of course, I satisfy with the colors I can play, the palette I can do, you know. I really think that I have this gift, but I never think you can write well, that I, 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 I have a problem to understand certain terms, you know. What does it mean? I question very long, you know, like, sometimes when I, I ask this thing is, give thanks for all things. So, how to give thanks when someone die? How to give thanks for a mother if your child commits suicide? So I have a totally different uh, perspective now to the art making because I honestly thanks even my broken cell has been, you know, displayed brutally, honestly. So I think every artist should be honest to themselves first before they speak for others. And... Um our last question for today. Uh, what's the message that you really want to convey 
to audiences when they look at your works? The only message I will wish um, the audience when they look at the work, they will ask, where am I coming from? And where am I heading to? That's the only message. Because I came from somewhere and I reached here. So perhaps, I hope I will be a mirror at all the, of the light post for that question. Okay, thank you so much, Biling. Light Bearer is currently showing and runs until Saturday, 26 November, 2022. We hope to see you soon.